0: To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially
1: Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another edition of Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Thanks for talking with us here as we through investing, finance, retirement. And we're going to talk about advisors who maybe drop the ball or are only really talking about managing the investments and not all the other things that they should be talking with you about when it comes to retirement. Kyle, what's going on, my friend? It's right before Thanksgiving. We're going to be dropping this. Uh, how you doing? You doing all right?
0: Doing good. Ready to have some turkey. Yeah, and me too. And my wife's already had the christmas stuff out for a couple of weeks but
1: <laughs> yeah
0: try to get the lights and tree out and whatnot and
1: all that good to stuff get into, yeah.
0: get into the holiday mood so yeah I have those christmas movies on repeat for my my daughter who loves watching you know her screens. that's so. right Man, <laughs> that's cool
1: all right big burning question white meat dark meat
0: oh light meat yeah
1: to me, if people go to those questions, and I'm like, I don't care as long as it's turkey. I love turkey. And then, of course, the the big question is, you know, turkey sandwich later on, right? That's the, to me, that's the stuff. I I'm, I look forward to the dinner. My wife's a fantastic cook. I'm a kind of a traditionalist. I like all the traditional stuff, but uh, I love me some turkey sandwiches later on that evening or the next day.
0: Oh yeah, leftovers. Heck
1: heck, yeah, that's always the good stuff. All right, well we won't go down that rabbit hole too much, or we'll all be hungry. So we'll jump into this conversation. But happy Thanksgiving to everybody, uh, and to you, Kyle, and the family as well. So let's get into it. Let's talk about when advisors maybe don't focus on all the other things that we need. You're not getting the advice and the service uh, that maybe you should be, and it's just really about the investments and growing the money versus some of this other stuff. So, Kyle, should advisors be talking with you, or at least reviewing tax returns?
0: Should they? Yes but some of them might not be legally obligated to do that depending on how they're, you know, structured and feed and everything like that,
1: Mm -hmm. or at least taking it into consideration. Right.
0: Yeah. So typically when I'm sitting down with people for the first time, like they've come to like my educational classes because I like, I would prefer it that way. And I actually pick on the financial industry quite a bit during my classes. Not, and I tell people like elephant in the room, like I'm in the industry. (laughs) Um, but not all, everybody's giving actual advice. Um, you know, what's the service? There's a reason why a lot of people have jumped from advisor to advisor, never worked with an advisor. They're coming to my classes because they don't even have a plan. They don't know what a plan is. They have all these questions on social security and taxes, planning and investments. And they're like, but I'm working with somebody for the last 10 years I go, Obviously, there's my point is... There's not a lot of comprehensive planning, you know. These most of us go towards these big, big wirehouses, or they're going to have disclaimers like we don't do tax planning. Like obviously, right? So everything should really start with reviewing that tax return and looking for opportunities, you know, within your current situation. Like filling up tax brackets, maybe maxing out your 401 k makes sense. But you know, I would say a lot of advisors out there don't even know. If they looked at the tax return, (laughs) they wouldn't know what they're looking at. So I always tell people like any competent fiduciary advisor can break down your tax return, you know, within a couple of minutes and everything should start around there. So you kind of understand like quit focusing on the return on your monies and then focus on the return of it in the future.
1: Definitely. Uh, Fees and costs, just evaluating those throughout the portfolio. This seems like a no brainer. Certainly your advisor should be doing this.
0: Correct. Again, as I talked about in the last podcast, most people don't know what they're paying in general. So you might be paying 1%, but your overall total cost is 2.6. Or I have all my money in my 401k, but I don't know what I'm paying. Your current advisor, I'm not going to say like consistently should be evaluating the fees and costs, but you know, like my job is to keep the cost of investing as low as possible. And you know, I'm more of a proponent of low cost indexed ETF portfolios, but not a hundred percent all in because you have to incorporate individual stocks also because there's no cost of those. So if you're a hundred percent all individual stocks, you know, your cost of investing zero, but that doesn't mean you know, there's risk in doing that also. So evaluating the fees and cost of your investment. Yes, because every everything adds up and could potentially be slowing you down if there's you know, you might own twenty mutual funds, but you know, half of them are the same thing or right, you yeah. can go get you can go get that same type of diversification you have with something, you know, a hundred percent cheaper.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's easy to, you know they don't have to disclaim all this stuff. So sometimes it's easy to think that you're just not paying that much. And that's why your advisor should be really diving into that nitty gritty for on some of this stuff. Uh, Another place where maybe you're working with the wrong kind of person, who's just that focused on the growth of the overall nest egg. They're not really talking about the actual design of the income plan. Like you still, you know, we need the money monthly, right? So it's, it's not the big ball number. It's not the big million bucks. It's the actual income plan.
0: Yeah. It's like, Hey, the industry is really good at accumulating your money. Like, Hey, yeah, give me your total investments and don't touch them for 20 years. Like I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to grow that portfolio. Right. And you're going to be happy where the value in discussing retirement planning is here's, here's what most of the financial industry is going to follow. It's called conventional wisdom. Let's say, and yeah, you've never discussed planning. We talked about you've never discussed why you should do Roth conversions back when March and April of last year, uh, you know, when the COVID started coming out and the market took a dip. Well, if you had tax planning involved, you would have understood that you should have executed Roth conversions, maybe, and you know, got that reward of tax-free growth. And discussing, you know, income planning. I don't care if if you're ten years away from retirement. You know, you need to be under. You have to have a good understanding of you know when you spend this money, how are you going to increase your after-tax income around your Social Security and pensions and investments. So that everything should be discussed there. And the industry is doing conventional wisdom where most of them are going to say, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, it looks like you guys need a hundred thousand dollars, right? If we take your social security at full retirement age, it's seven, you know, it's 60,000. That means we only need $40,000 from your portfolio, right? So they're going to say, Hey, once you hit this magic number of a million dollars, we can get your 40 grand, but that's completely cookie cutter and conventional wisdom and that doesn't you know there's no scenario where that could be in your best interest long term like why not pull out more income why why should we tap social security first and nothing else like you have to discuss all these scenarios and quit assuming you know what worked in 1990 and early 2000s is the best way to you know go about it for the next 30 years because most people don't have a very efficient income plan for retirement
1: right yeah and it's you've got to have that with the income is the outcome. Basically, whatever you want your outcome to be for your retirement, it's going to need to be based off the income. Uh, I think that's a fun little way of thinking about that because if you want to have this whatever style of retirement you want, you've got to have the income there to do so. Uh, Number four, clarifying the target and the goal for each of your invested dollars. So this is basically like putting that extra money to work, right?
0: Yeah. I would say this really comes around. We do what's called bucket strategies, making sure Where you're vesting your money and why you're investing it, there's a purpose behind it, and there's a purpose and there's a time horizon of when you're going to need it. Um, So, there's a specific goal for that money. We also want to make sure that money is invested in the right type of allocations or what I would like to call fund choices. We don't want Roth money having bond holdings or Roth money in CDs, or we don't want mutual funds and taxable accounts because they control the taxable event. So you know, it's very important to clarify that target and goal for each of your invested dollars, because I see it all the time, the wrong type of funds and investments held in the wrong type of accounts. And it kind of comes down to the industry is, you know, they, maybe where your money is at, that's all the only options they have, or that's how they've always been told to do it. Or they've been in the industry for 30 years and they believe that, you know, blah, blah, blah is the way to go. Right, Right. So, you know, you have to understand that, it needs to be custom to you and you need to have your dollars invested. You shouldn't you don't have to have a great understanding of like the funds, but you need to understand like the purpose and the goal. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where our bucket strategies come into place because it helps, you know, give you peace of mind on that.
1: Yeah, I, I love to use my car analogy with that, Kyle. It's you don't need to know how to take the car apart and rebuild the engine in order to drive it. You know what I mean? We all know the basics of driving and operating a car and if that's the level of involvement that you want to have with your your plan then that's fine because at least you've got the basic working knowledge of how to do it. But there are some people out there who want to know the nuts and bolts, right? They want to know every single piece of that. So you got to be involved, you got to be participating and you got to understand what your money's doing for you and what you're invested in and why. So pretty classic yeah. way.
0: And don't don't confuse when we say target with target date funds. Right. True. Because again, I see that a lot where these 401k providers have been pushing people in these target date funds. That's different because that's completely cookie cutter. And they're it's assuming everybody that's retiring in 2030 should be in this 2030 fund where, you know, if you've been doing that for the last 10 years, you've been shifting more to fixed income or bonds while getting out of equities and equities have been crashing up for, you know, a decade. So there's difference between, you know, some stuff can just be misleading out there, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think goal is the better way to put that, clarifying the goal for your investment dollars, right? So the uh, the job, if you don't want to say target, say the job, clarifying the job for your invested dollars. Uh, and then the final one, Kyle, is, you know, is your advisor dropping the ball by not talking with you about the family's goals or your legacy plans? Believe it or not, it seems like a no brainer, but there are. Advisors, and there are companies out there that don't really spend any time on that. And to me, again, it's all about the kind of service that you're trying to get. Because if you're there to not only grow your money, but also preserve it and maybe save some for later generations, then that's got to be on the radar to talk about.
0: Yeah, everybody has their own goals when it comes to family. You know, some of you have no kids and single, some of you are married with no kids, some of you are married with five kids. You'll have different legacy plans. You know, if you're single versus you're married, you're going to have a spousal plan and the other one's not, you know, if your money is going to a charity upon death, like you're going to have different goals because maybe they're okay. Everything's in my tax deferred accounts. So they're going to get it all taxed for anyways. Why should I do Roth conversions or something like that? So yes, your plan, you need to know, you know, big picture, you know, you, your situation, your household, personal finance, but what about your family goals and legacy plans? Just because it's one way right now, that doesn't mean it's gonna change over time. Like you might have grandkids come into the picture, you know, all different types. So that changes over time and your your family goals and legacy, you know, it's not gonna stay the same way as it is forever. So you have to make your plan based upon what it is now and what you want, but understand that that could change over time also. especially if you're married with a spousal plan.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's all about making sure you're finding the right fit for you when it comes to your advisor. And one way you could do that is you could check out Kyle's website, mocanwealth.com, if you're not already working with him, mocanwealth.com, mokan wealth.com. Uh, while you're there, you can click on the Start My Retirement Plan button, and that'll take you through some process there. You could also check out his new book that he's got out, Retire Ready. It's another great way to learn some things, four lessons to save your retirement. So you can get a copy of that. Check that out as well. So reach out to them online at the website while you're there. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, iHeart, Spotify, whatever platform you like to use. If you're uh, an Android owner, you already have Google Podcasts pre-installed on your phone. Just open up the app and type in financially fit in the search box. You should be able to find it that way. Same thing with Apple users, so on and so forth. Of course, you can find it all at mocanwealth.com. That's mocanwealth.com. Kyle, thanks for hanging out with me this week and chit-chatting. I'm going to let you go so we can all get ready for some turkey. I hope you have a great holiday.
0: Thank you. Take care.
1: We'll see you next time here on Financially Fit with Kyle Hammerschmidt. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., RWA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Mocan Wealth Management and RWA are not affiliated. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or to predict future performance. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. This information is designed to provide general information on the subject's It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice and cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. Please note that Mocan Wealth Management and its affiliates do not give legal or tax advice. You are encouraged to consult your tax advisor or attorney.